Ludlow, and welcome to episode 152 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Charla. And this week, we are pre-recording, because Heather and Charla are both going to be traveling next week. Um, they're both going to be in Florida, but not together, <laughs> necessarily. I'm going to try to meet up with her uh, for a <laughs> dinner, or maybe Wine Bar-, Bar George, because we've been talking about that for three years, and we just can't get there. Yeah. Uh, but I'll believe when I see it. <laughs> she's on vacation. I'm handling family things. And so hopefully, yep. maybe we'll see. Yep. This is also our final podcast of 2021. We are taking a slight hiatus for the holidays and we will be back in 2022. Can I somebody, can't believe. I was going to say, can somebody tell me how it became Christmas? Like, I remember it being New Year's Day. Become, uh, and I was like, thank God, 2020 is over, and now it's the end of 2021. Yeah, like, I'm still unclear how it became 2021. Like, everything just feels like it just got lost in sort of this COVID vacuum where, I don't know, Mm -hmm. somehow, like, it started, and I had, like, you know, like a teenager who was a sophomore in high school or whatever, and now he's, like, waiting for acceptances to college. Like, what, how, Uh, where, why, yeah. Yep, I don't know. I don't know. It's all just a, a giant vacuum of. I, I just. I, can't I feel like that's that. every year, but like really this year, I can't. Really, I feel like the pandemic has just completely exacerbated it, though. Like, certainly the years always go by fast, but this not only went by fast, it just. It, I think it's it sort of the exists. sameness of the days. Yeah. They all run yeah. together a little bit in your head, you know? Yeah. But. 21, you know, 2021 wasn't completely a bust. We did get to do some fun stuff. And in fact, uh, today's podcast is going to be comparing Virgin Voyages with Disney Cruise Line because Heather recently had a chance to sail on one of the very first Virgin Voyages sailings. So we're going to, and now Virgin is an adult only line. And so we're going to compare and contrast that. And it's like, well, why would you compare it with Disney Cruise Line? Um, Because lots of people cruise on Disney Cruise Line, actually, without kids, believe it or not. I started cruising on Disney Cruise Line long before we Same. had our son. And um, and so it's just interesting to sort of compare and contrast and see, like, as an adult sailing, why would you choose maybe one over the other? And what was a virgin voyage is like? Because it is so unique in the cruising industry. Uh, let's start with the ships themselves, Heather. Yes. So... I'm going to preface this by saying when Virgin announced that they were doing a cruise line years back, their aim was to set out to shake up the cruise industry. They wanted their ships and your experience on their ships to be unlike any other cruise line out there. And I will say, in my point of view, they've succeeded. Like I've never experienced anything like this. And I'm just I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And I don't care what any of you think. This is my new favorite cruise line. I would sail Virgin over Disney a million times to one every time. I'm just going to say it. They have blown every other cruise line out of the water. That It, it was such a fantastic uh, experience. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but for the ships, um, I, I think the most notable thing, like right off the bat, that's different is the color. It's not white. There's not a bit of white to be found. It is a red hull with gray um, siding, light gray. Interesting. And I I didn't realize it was gray. I thought it was white because in all the photos that you see, it's very like light and bright. But then you get up close to it and it's 
gray and it just it looks so cool like it's very different um and they also kind of have a design like if any of you have ever seen one of the msc ships where it's kind of flat in the back Mm -hmm. as opposed to taper down that's it's just designed differently as well so um the upper decks kind of go flat instead of tapered out to the bottom of the ship which allows you for some really nice outdoor dining and bar spaces Mm, in the back of the ship and we should yeah. mention that there is actually a connection between Disney Cruise Line and Virgin Voyages. Tom McAlpin, who used to be the president of Disney Cruise Lines, is now the president of Virgin Voyages. So, and you can kind of see that in in the hospitality of Virgin Voyages. Like the the service was fantastic, just like it is on a Disney ship. Um, but it's just the experience is overall different. Like Sarah said, it is an adults only cruise line, which is really nice because one, I don't have children. So it's nice to go where kids aren't screaming. But even if you do have kids, sometimes you just want to leave them at home and then not have to listen to somebody else's kids. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like Like, you can sail without your kids on Disney cruise line, but you're still going to be looking at other people's kids. Yeah. Yeah. And and sometimes you just don't want that. Not that there's anything wrong with children, but sometimes you just want a break. Um, And so by being the only adults only cruise line, they can do a lot of different things with their dining, with their entertainment, with their ship, with the rooms, everything is just a little bit more sophisticated and Mm -hmm. it's geared towards couples or groups of people. There was tons of um, bachelorette parties and groups of friends on while I was sailing. Um, So the first thing I noticed is that there is not a grand lobby entryway. I don't know what you call it, but when you go on one of the Disney ships and they have the big chandelier and the grand staircase, Mm -hmm. the atrium, that doesn't exist on the Virgin ships. Like their lobby atrium area is more like a happening party like you walk in it's not three or four decks it's just the one deck they've got different like lighting schemes um also before i i forget uh what's really cool is because obviously virgin started as a music company they have a different soundtrack for every area that you're in kind of like when you're in a disney park right like fantasy land sounds different than Frontierland, mm-hmm. and just walking through the ship from one space to the next like you almost don't notice it at first but as the days go by you start to realize the soundtrack is changing depending on where you are and it's freaking awesome it's so cool very cool. just adds like a little environment so now it. how big is the virgin ship compared to like like how many passengers compared to like some of the disney ships i want to say it's something around like 27 to 2900 so, so it's, it's like the size, the size of the, of the magic, magic of the wonder yeah which i prefer anyway you've all heard me talk the magic is my favorite disney ship so i like that that smaller size i don't need the six thousand mm-hmm. people uh on board. I mean, even we were docked in Costa Maya and one of the Royal Caribbean ships, not one of the big ones. I can't remember, but it was like it it, it wasn't like Oasis class. Um, but the next class down below it came and docked next to us and that like just dwarfed the <laughs> the virgin ship. Like it was like, oh my gosh, okay. Um so it's on the smaller side, but it doesn't feel small, which mm-hmm. I don't think that the the magic and the wonder feel small though no. either. So mm-hmm. nope, I don't think so either. Okay. All right. So t- how about the staterooms? Like what, what are some of the big differences between a Virgin stateroom and Disney Cruise Line? Okay. So they don't have the split bathrooms like the Disney Cruise Line ships do, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because that is a nice innovation. Um, but again, most of the people that are sailing are going to be couples. So they 
I was in an extra large sea terrace, which gives you, new, you know, kind of it's like an equivalent of a family stateroom on a Disney cruise line. So a little bit extra space. Mm-hmm. Um, and the bathroom is laid out differently than the standard balcony cabins. So you don't have a door to get into the bathroom. You kind of just walk in and there is um, a big long sink. Like the sink is like a trough sink and there's the mirror and that's where you're going to get ready. And behind you, there are two separate doors for a shower and the toilet. So in theory, if you really love people that much, three of you could be in the bathroom getting ready together. One person in the shower stall, one person in the toilet stall, and one person in the sink, you know, doing makeup and whatnot. That that sounds kind of like the epic, the uh, NCL epic. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what it sounds like to me. But what is really cool about the stateroom is the way it's laid out. So when you enter your stateroom, you have... you have a couch in your room it is a couch and it's like um, a sectional couch like almost like a couch and then a chaise so if you wanted to have friends over to your stateroom to entertain here you go you have your couch you have your little seating area over here is you know the vanity area which somebody could also sit at and chat Um, and then you have your balcony and every balcony has a hammock the most comfy hammock I have ever felt in my entire life you all if you sail this line will do exactly what I did and come home and buy the exact same hammock because it was mind-blowing and if I, you've never, w- the hammock I, I was so excited when I saw the hammock because you know how I feel about a hammock <laughs> like, if you have if you love a hammock in real life but you've never experienced a hammock on the ocean yeah life-changing it is life-changing I mean people were falling asleep on their balconies at night instead of sleeping in bed there's just something about staring at the ocean and being gently rocked anyway I digress. The hammock is the best thing. Um, <laughs> but the bed con- or the couch converts to your bed at night. So it they then swing the one panel around and it becomes a giant king bed. They make it up at night just like, you know, um, in DCL they have the day bed and it folds mm-hmm. down to one. Instead, it becomes a king bed. So you have extra space during the day because your room isn't being taken up by this huge bed. It's incredible it is so nice um and it's nice to be able to have people over like we're all going to go together in february it's nice to be able to go to each other's staterooms and not have to sit on somebody's bed you're just on the couch you're hanging out um and then the the room also has mood lighting like if you've ever been to any of the the virgin planes or things like that um you use an ipad in your room to control everything in the room so you can design your own lighting scheme or they have pre-designed lighting schemes so like oh i'm hungover it's gonna automatically close the curtains because they have the electronic <laughs> curtains um you know it's gonna or i just feel like zoning out like i just need to be really chill they dim the lights the blue lights come up or if you're in the mood to like get ready and take selfies every like the curtains open and all these bright lights come on like it's just it's a really sophisticated cool vibe and I don't think that I've ever used cool or sophisticated describing a cruise line before like it's got that virgin you know like if any if you've ever experienced anything virgin whether it's their you know their trains their planes their Mm -hmm. music stores they now have a resort out in Vegas like it's just it's sexy, it's sophisticated, it's cool. And that's yeah. what this cruise line has. Yeah. So now for the sleeping, so there's just the one king bed. So do mm-hmm. the staterooms only sleep two or can you put more than two people in there? In, How does that work? In this particular room, it only slept two. They have some rooms that sleep up to three. 
Um, some of the suites go up to four because they have a ton of suites versus Disney that has like one kind. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, you know, I want to say six different levels of suites starting from tiny, tiny all the way up to the massive suite it's called, which basically takes up half a deck of a, a ship. <laughs> um, so there are options that will sleep more, but that is not the aim of Virgin Voyages. This is not here to be like, let's fit as many people in this room as possible. Right. We don't have families to take care of. We don't have whatever. It's really meant more towards two travelers together. Right. So whether that's a couple <laughs> or two friends, um, but their their aim isn't to try to fit, you know, 25 college kids into a room to keep the cost down as much as possible. That's not what this cruise line is about. Right. I guess we'll find out because we're all three in a... We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're three of us are booked in a same <laughs> in I peeked into a regular um, regular balcony room, which is a little bit smaller than the one I have, and that's the one that we have in February. And it's going to be comfortable. Like, we'll be fine. The bathroom's going to be tricky because yeah. it's just one bathroom. We'll like, figure it out. Like, you can shower, toilet, mirror, yeah. and that's it. So We'll figure it out. But, you know, whatever. All right. So that's the ship. Now talk to me about really what a, I think is a huge and very important part of cruising the food i was so excited to see the list of restaurants on this ship okay so well i guess just in case anybody doesn't know what again virgin is trying to shake up the cruise industry so there is no main restaurant there is no one place that you're going for dinner every night and then we thought disney shook it up right and oh well you have three restaurants and you rotate between them and that's awesome um virgin has none of that there is no main restaurant there is no um specialty restaurants. Every single restaurant on board is included in the price of your cruise. There is no upcharge, period, full stop. Everything's included, which I cannot tell you, just not having to pay extra for anything when you're there is, it's life-changing. It's so nice. It's so nice. It's really like an all-inclusive resort on sea. Um, But so there are, I want to say seven or eight restaurants, and you can eat at any and all of them. If you want to eat at one every night, you can. If you want to go between all of them, you can. Some are open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Some only for dinner. You can try, you know, different meals at different restaurants. You do have to make reservations, um, which you can do on the app. And I'll talk more about the app in a little bit. Um, But if you don't feel like making reservations, they have walk-up lists every night. So all you have to do is open your app and say, I want to eat at Pink Agave, which is the Mexican restaurant. And next available table and they'll let you know like 20 minutes ahead like hey we think your table's going to be ready you might want to start making your way down here um so to me it's almost like being on vacation in a city right like i want to go out and eat italian tonight and then i want to eat korean barbecue tomorrow night and then we're going to go to the steakhouse the following night that's what this is because you don't have one specific place you have to go to there's all these different cuisines and you you can try them all in one cruise and every single restaurant is small it's intimate they all are like super like like this ship is the most instagrammable place i think on the planet like everything was just designed to be beautiful and and to take pictures in front of um and the food at every single restaurant i think the only restaurant that i really didn't like is the steakhouse and for obvious reasons i don't eat meat so the only reason i went to that restaurant is because it was for justin's birthday and that's where he wanted to eat and i personally just didn't enjoy it um and then i heard quite a few other reviews where that one just wasn't great 
but every other restaurant, like the food, the Italian restaurant, oh my gosh, it was mind blowing. Like I felt like I was back in Italy. Like they, I'm talking like they are making their own pasta by hand. My waiter was Italian and he was like, this makes me feel like I'm at grandma's house. Like I'm going home for Christmas in three weeks and I can't wait because this is the food that I'm going to get to eat when I get home. Like it was phenomenal. Um, they had a veggie forward restaurant called Razzle Dazzle. Um, and they had some meat there too. And it's not vegan, it's vegetarian. So there's a lot of cheese and eggs and things. But um, that I think even our friends who are non-veggie ate there every single day with us. Like the food was just mind blowing out of this world. Breakfast and dinner. Oh, it was so good and fun and playful. Like you want to take pictures of your food because it was just like presented in such cute ways. Like I think Justin got an old fashioned that was buried in a popcorn box with popcorn on top of it. Like it <laughs> you know, like it's just that kind of place. Um, and then for, they also have for their food court or their buffet, there is no real buffet. Um, they have a galley, which is kind of like a food hall. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to the, the LA farmer's market or something like that. Um, we it's like you know different stands have different kinds of food and you go up to each different stand and you would order different foods from those different places there's not just like one buffet line where everybody's going down it and in fact right now you can't really go up they have because of covid they're having waiters bring you your food anyway um but so they just they've kind of turned the dining on its head like mm -hmm. there's no anything traditional you would think about a cruise that doesn't exist on this ship mm. like you can still come back you're gonna be stuffed you're never going to starve. You know, you can still like I was walking down on like deck seven one day where one of the bars is that has board games. And they're like, oh, you know, here's a pretzel. You want a brownie? Take a cake pop. Like they still have the snacks and the food everywhere. There is um, an ice cream shop that they, it's called Lick Me Till Ice Cream. <laughs> which I just, it just like that's like that's the kind of like the vibe right like everything's a little cheeky a little bit of an attitude to it um and the ice cream's included just go anytime you want and they change the the flavors every day and every day they have a vegan flavor as well um so there's still like those snacks that they have a popsicle stand and some of the popsicles are boozy but they're still included um in the, in the price of the cruise so like it's just so different. It is so different. There's no pizza window, but there's a pizza place. And if you want, they'll deliver the pizza to you wherever you are on the ship. Yep. You know, like, that was one of my questions, actually, is like, what about like room service or like any of that? Sure. So there's room service. I didn't use it because I was just always out and about. Um, but there I want to say there's a there's like a dollar charge for your room service to be delivered. But mm -hmm. the food, there is no extra charge for the food because it's all included. I will say. Sharla, you're right here with me. I didn't do it. I feel like I'm going to need to do it in February. The coolest thing, hands down, nobody can argue with me. The coolest thing that Virgin Voyages does is shake for champagne. I can't believe you didn't do it. I can't believe I, you didn't do it. I kept saying I was going to, I was going to, and then I just like the, the cruise ended and I never got to it. But basically, wherever you are, you're in your stateroom, you're by the pool, you're out back on deck, wherever you are, pick a place. You want you're out on the promenade deck lounging in these beautiful couches. You're in one of the hammocks or the bungee, like the swings that are around the, wherever you are, pick a place. All you have to do is open up your app and shake it. Just shake your hands and all of a sudden bubbles appear and they say, push here for champagne. And if you push the button, they will deliver you a bottle of Moet to 
to wherever. They just use your the location on your phone and, and this beautiful red sparkly bo- bo- um, bucket of champagne shows up and they'll deliver it with, you know, four glasses of champagne because they presume you're going to share it. They don't know me. I would have drank it all by myself. <laughs> but I mean, that's like, that's the level of service and these are the things that they're doing. And I honestly, I again, the only, only bad food I had was at the steakhouse and um you know hopefully they improved don't forget they they only started sailing about three weeks before i got on board them this is a very new cruise line so you mentioned the shaker champagne and the app so let's talk about the technology because i know you mentioned that that was a big part of the cruise planning process yes so virgin wants to be very technologically forward and you know we're not everything is based off the app so when it's time to make your shore excursions or your dining reservations you can't do it on their website you can't call them and do it Um, everything's done on the app and it's very easy i will say i missed my window um to book my shore excursions and my my dining reservations i don't know whether i wasn't paying attention or maybe i was in florida i don't know but i missed the window and by the time i got around to doing it a lot of it was booked full and i found myself getting really really frustrated um but I didn't need to worry about it because once I got on board the ship, um, everything was open. I was able to get every single restaurant I wanted, every shore excursion I wanted. It's almost like they held some back, which Disney does as well. So um, if you can't get your reservations, don't panic. You'll be able to do it, no worries, on the app. But the app does everything. So again, it's gonna do your dining reservations, your shore excursions, if there is, you know, a show you want to see, or anything you like a class you want to book, you do it from the app, and it holds your space in line. Um, If you want to join a walk up list to shows or restaurants, you do it from the app. If you want to chat with sailor services, they have messaging on there, they have messaging from sailor to sailor. So if Sarah is down in the spa, and I'm up on deck, and I want to know what she wants to eat, like I'm at the poke bowl restaurant, and what do you need, I can message her. Also, by the way, Wi Fi is included. So you're not paying you can if you want to watch movies or something. How is your the Wi-Fi? I had no issues. I had issues with it the first day, the first mm-hmm. day when everybody had gotten on board, and everybody was trying to make their shore excursions, I couldn't get on like it was just awful. Um, but after about three hours, when everybody kind of like settled down and got their stuff done, I had no issues. The rest of the time I was able to email, I was doing work on my computer and my phone from it. Um, so there, that's so what you're lesson. telling me is that the free Wi Fi on Virgin is better than the paid Wi Fi yes. on Disney Cruise Line. Yes. I mean, it had its moments where it was really god awful, but I, I, I genuinely think that was due to the volume of people trying to use it at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's out of this world. You, there are paid Wi Fi options if you really want it. Like if you're streaming something, you would have to pay to upgrade. Um, but yeah, Wi Fi is included, gratuities are included also, all of your fitness classes are included everything's included it's all included it's all included and it's just it's so nice um all of your basic beverages so like soda water coffee tea juice anywhere around the ship you just go get it it's included but anyway i'm sorry i'm getting off track i'm back to technology so um (laughs) they have something called the c band which is like a magic band um it's made from recycled ocean plastic which i love so you're wearing this but it's making you're helping save the oceans that you're about to sail on and it acts just like a magic band so it's your boarding pass it's your room key it's your charge card um like anything that you could ever possibly need 
is going to have it on your your sedans and it was so nice to just leave the room and not have to carry a bag if I didn't want to like I didn't need to have an ID on me I didn't I didn't need to have anything it's Maybe just a lanyard for a room card or anything. yeah because let's talk about that. everyone's like oh I just have the lanyards lanyards are ugly I hate the lanyards especially when I'm getting dressed up at night in my cute little outfit and I'm going out dancing I don't want a lanyard. I have my little C-band, which is so small. It is so tiny. It's smaller than a watch. So like you almost don't notice it on your wrist. It's super comfortable. It's waterproof. So I put it on before I boarded the ship and did not take it off until after because it could go in the shower. It could go in the pool. It could go in the ocean. It's so nice and it handles everything. Um, I, don't, I don't understand why all cruise lines aren't doing this for every single thing now. Like right? Royal has them. NCO has them, but only for certain guests. Um, like, I don't understand. And on some ships, you have to pay for them, too. I cannot figure out why Disney Cruise Line doesn't have them at all. It's so convenient to have this little band. But on the other hand, like the other ships that need it, they you sometimes still have to carry your key card with you because it doesn't work for certain things so the fact that that works for everything is amazing it's it honestly the only reason i brought a bag is because i was like oh i'm in a dress and i need something to carry my phone in okay here's my little purse like and i almost like at the beginning of the cruise was stopping myself like wait did i forget something because i have nothing in my hands and not, like nothing to carry and it it was just and then I got off the cruise and had to start going out and about again into the real world with a purse. And it was so cumbersome. <laughs> <It was> just, <laughs> I just want to live on this cruise ship. But um, just not to be in the technology, but just to touch on it. Everything, again, there's an iPad, like I mentioned, in the room that not only controls the lighting, but it's also a way to request things. So, like, if I need ice or I want my bed turned down, I want more water brought to my room. You just kind of like dial it up on your little iPad, push it, and then somebody shows up. And they also have lights next to your door where you push like it's a little martini glass. If it means you like a spilled martini glass, meaning I want my room made up. And then um, I I didn't think it was like a bed or no, I forget what it was. But basically you push this and it lights up outside telling your stateroom host either I'm in here, leave me alone or come and clean my room. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so, like, there's no knocks on the door if there doesn't need to be, like, you know, it was just, it, I mean, it's just on point. Like, no matter where you were, like, you, you can just access anything. And it was just, it was really cool. Also, um, I should mention this because our friend Brock, who was also on the sailing, told me that this is not the case on most cruise lines. Um, there was, like, a whole slate of movies in our on our in-room TV. Like, just name one. It was there, and it was free included. You didn't have to pay extra to watch whatever movie, including Disney movies if you need your animation fix. Oh. So let's get into because this is one of the things that Disney Cruise Line is sort of known for is the entertainment on board the ship. Um, and Disney Cruise Line does has, have amazing shows. Um, what was the entertainment like on Virgin? Better. Better Oops. and different. Now – Listen, your mileage may vary. It is very different entertainment. So when you think of cruise shows, entertainment, you're going to think of big Broadway numbers, right? Like think of Royal Caribbean and Disney, like off the top of my head. I'm like, oh, we have Grease over here. We have the Beauty and the Beast musical over here. It's big, giant reenactments, right? Like Broadway type shows. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. I love Broadway. That doesn't exist on Virgin. There is no giant theater. Um, There 
their entertainment is really cabaret style. Um, so I should start by saying they don't have a cruise director. Instead, they have taken that position and broken it into 12 separate positions. And so you have an activities team um, and there's 12 different individuals and they're each in charge of a different aspect. So like Rob the Hype is the party guy and he comes out and he's getting the party started. And then, uh, in fact, a lot of these people I knew from Disney Cruise Line, they used to work for DCL. And now they're over in Virgin. Um, you know, they, we had a girl who's... In, exclusively in charge of the the food foodie scene so like um one of the things that i did was um a class where you learn to make cocktails from their mixologist and then they come in and teach you how to take pretty instagram pictures of it um so they're, they're doing different type programs like that like it's not just a beverage tasting like here's the spin on it um but as far as nighttime entertainment they have a lot of pop-up things so like you'll just be sitting and here comes a musician or here comes this like play that you didn't realize was a play you thought it was just a bunch of people arguing and now all of a sudden you're in the play um <laughs> That's and fun. It's, it's like it's just you don't know what to expect and it's so fun um their night every night they do have a show but it's not a big show so the first night we saw something called dual reality and they took their theater and kind of made it into bleacher seatings and in it was like a modern retelling of the romeo and juliet story but like through acrobatics and circus acts and mm. so it's like these two like warring teams and you're immediately like you're not told anything but when you go in and they're seating you they hand you like a wristband it's either red or blue and you don't realize until you sit down like oh i'm on the blue team now we hate you we hate you red and like, they get the, <laughs> like you know they get you in on it like you're at a sporting event and they're like flipping up in the air and they're using the aerial silks and hoops and, and poles and I, i've never seen anything like it it was it was just so like you're so into it because they pull you into it and you're part of it and it was so energetic another night we saw like this clown show i don't know if the clown show is still going to be there when we go i'm not going to tell you anything about it just in case but it's not like a clown show it's i don't know how to describe it without giving it away brock and brent were trying to tell me too they're like I don't know how to describe this, but it's worth <laughs> it to go see. Is it like, and then you came out and you were just like, I don't know what I just saw, but that was incredible. Like I now follow this clown on Instagram because he was part of, he won America's Got Talent or something um, years back. So like, it's just, it's different, exciting. My favorite show is the only option that was like a little risque um, because you would assume if it's an adults only cruise, cruise line, everything has to do with sex. And that is not the case. Um, but there is Sarah's faith. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just was not that word we usually say on Disney Park Princess. Oh. <laughs> it's, just not sorry, it's not a bad word. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll bleep it out. Can you bleep it out? No, I can't bleep it out, but I'll figure it out. I'll start over. I'll start. No, over. no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't know that that was a bad thing to say. It's not. It's not. It's just, it's not, like, it's just not something we typically talk about on the podcast. So. Well, anyway, there's only one show that's slightly risque. Um, and you don't obviously have to see it if you don't want to. But, oh, my gosh, it was the most fun thing. Um, it's called Never Sleep Alone. And it's like this faux, it's it's actually a, it's a show in New York. Um, and they brought it onto the cruise ship about this faux um relationship therapist I guess I would call her um and like we're basically just talking about sexy things and she pulls people out of the audience and it's like designed to make you uncomfortable um 
but in a very entertaining way. And if you get called on stage and you're meant to do these uncomfortable things, you get pulled into her entourage and you get to go to the after party with free champagne. So get called on stage if you can help it. But they do, they're very, they're very respectful because um, it's a two level like supper club kind of thing with the stage in the middle. And they, they ask you as they're seating you, how adventurous do you feel tonight? If you're not adventurous, they'll put you in the back or they'll put you upstairs. If you're feeling adventurous, they'll sit you next to the stage. And then even then somebody comes around and says, if we need to call people up, are you okay going up there? So they're very respectful like that. But it it was such a fun show. And it's not something that I've ever seen on any other cruise line. So they're they're turning it on their heads, like I've said a million times. And I know I'm going very long, but I will say, like I mentioned, all the fitness classes were included. I did a ton of those. But the greatest thing I did, and if I, even if you are not a workout person, please, please, please do this class on your Virgin Cruise. It is called the VHS Workout. And basically, they pack like 300 people in this like little club space. They give you shake weights. And <laughs> it's like you are doing like a VHS video workout from the 80s and like they even have like little breaks like okay push pause and then there's like different it 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 was so much fun because it's all 80s music and you're like just it was a giant jazzercise class it was a giant jazzercise class the best music ever and then at the end the last part of the class you're doing like choreography from like Janet Jackson and Paula Abdul and like I've (laughs) never had so much fun working out and I mean we walked out of there sweaty but it was so much fun so much fun I love it and then how about like parties because like you all in Disney Cruise Line they have like the Pirates in the Caribbean event and so on so I know Virgin has parties too I'm so excited you said this because I totally would have forgotten um so the first night they had a pajama party up at the pool and so like and I mean I didn't go to this because, uh, again, I don't like to be up late, but I did see people going to it. These are not like I would have been very out of place because they were not just pajamas like they were like cutest, sexiest, like everybody like went to the nines to get their pajama costume to go to this party. So they got a memo that I did not get because I just had normal pajamas for my careers. <laughs> but like, you know, everybody was in their cutest possible pajamas. Um, so they do like they do pool parties and stuff like that at night. They also have really mellow things to do at night. So obviously there's different bands, but they do a stargazers, it's called. And it's basically like they have um, what's not an astrologer, an astronomer that they bring him on board and you just lay in this part of the the upper decks and he tells you how like seafaring um, stories and how cultures from ages past used to navigate the ocean and points out like the stars. So they do stuff like that. But like Pirates Night is the big thing for DCL. On this ship, it's Scarlet Night. It's so incredible. I don't even know how to describe it. It's basically everybody wears red. You show up and just say yes. Just say yes. Whatever anybody comes up to you, you say yes because you don't know where it's going to take you. And I'm not going to tell you the things that I did. I mean, I'm not saying anything risque. Like I just got to experience cool, different entertainment and different vignettes. Um, and it's all over the ship. It's not in one area. It's the entire ship. And depending on where you happen to start the evening d- dictates what you get to see and what you get to do. And like I was in one place and somebody just walked up behind me with a guitar and said, you want to go for a walk? 
I was like, sure. And so all of a sudden there was like 20 of us. And at this point I happened to see Brock and Brent. I grabbed them and pulled them in the line. And we wound up in this super secret area of the ship that was like a lair of one of the characters of the evening. Um, And like you're just treated to this super special performance for like six minutes and then on on your way and you go somewhere else and everywhere you go a different thing happens but they're all happening at different times um and then it all culminates in the wedding and guests like passengers are pulled in to play the groom and the bride and the bridesmaid and the grandma and, and all this and you have like this little impromptu wedding and then at the end of the wedding this is only an hour and a half by the way it should be about six hours but it's only about an hour and a half and at the end of the wedding you go to their reception and depending on the weather it's either going to be in one of the clubs or it's going to be up on deck for a pool party and you just have a giant wedding reception for them and it's the big party and it's I've never experienced anything like it. It's so interactive and so creative. I love it. It's, I mean, that sounds incredible. I've seen pictures because a bunch of the, you know, a bunch of our agents that work for the travel agency that we all work for um, got to experience this. And so I saw tons of social media and it looks very, very cool. What I loved um, about it is that it wasn't just a party. It wasn't just dancing. Like it was theater and interactive and then it became a party and it's just I, I've never experienced anything like it I mean I think I did on my Instagram I know a few people saw it where they had a big giant net and it was their missed connection so if you saw somebody on the ship that you had a crush on but you didn't really get to talk to them like you could leave a, like a little note and hang it on the net and maybe they would see it and they would find you like it, it was just so fun it was so cool it sort of reminds me Charlotte I don't remember when you were on edge did you get to eat at Eden I didn't eat there. We just hung out there a bunch, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's it's yeah. sort of has a similar feel to what sort of it's yeah very interactive and well, there's even no it, sort of planned progression, you know, right. And even not eating there, just hanging out in the I don't even want to call it a bar because that's not it's, what it yeah, was. Not um, like it, it what she was saying really sounded a lot like that. Yeah. Very cool. Very cabaret, very interactive. And then even their other, like, there was a supper club one night and you just went and listened to this uh, incredible jazz singer, you know, like they, it's just very cool, sophisticated entertainment. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then the last thing that I think is what going to be one of the big differentiators between the two lines. And one of the things that they're both known for is the private Island. Of course, Disney cruise line has castaway key, which we all know and love, but Virgin has one too, right? Yes, they don't have a full island. They have a beach club. So they are on the island of Bimini um, and they have a private beach for the cruise line's use. Um, And I love Castaway Key. I really do. Um, But this was a more grown-up version of that. Mm -hmm. Obviously a lot smaller. um, But it's geared, it's almost like a a beach club in Ibiza or like a, a fantastic Mediterranean destination. Like, you know, there's a huge pool. Um, obviously, you have the beautiful ocean there. There's a ton of bars. There's two um, restaurants. The food was fantastic. It was like a Caribbean beach barbecue. Um, nothing heavy. There was no, like, burgers and hot dogs and pizza. And it, it was just, like, it was really good upscale food um but what i loved about it is the vibe right like you can choose to come and go as late as early as you want on and off the ship Mm -hmm. but i got there super early so i could find like you could find seats all day but i i was like this is my day this is what i'm doing and so i got a spot by the pool and it starts off with like really chill background music 
And then, like, as the day goes on, the music's picking up, picking up until around, like, 1230, and all of a sudden it's a pool party, right? Like, and I don't mean to say that the music was blaring, but, like, we had a live DJ um, around 3 o'clock. They did a floaty party, so they brought out every Instagrammable pool float you can imagine, oversized, (laughs) like, the unicorns and the dragons and, like, everything. There was, like, at least... 70 of them in the pool area and everybody was just like there chilling out like they brought out like nerf guns and like the little water pistols so it was like a bunch of adults acting like kids but like you you felt almost like you were at a vegas club or like a, a palm springs club is really what it felt like mm-hmm. um you know they had the waiters coming around if you wanted to drink you could go to the either of the bars um the sweet guests have their own private area they have a little um area in the back of just hammocks and trees um so if you you just you're tired you're hungover you need a nap whatever it is you go in the hammock section and it's super quiet um they also had a ton of fitness classes so stand up paddleboarding yoga regular yoga they did a beach boot camp if that's your thing like it was just it you know it felt like a, a see and be seen place without the attitude like and the cruise directors or like the hype crew were there all day like um you know dancing hanging out with people because what i found really cool about virgin too is that they encourage their their crew to interact with the guests you are allowed to go to dinner with them you're allowed to party with them they were out there in tiny little bikinis with champagne part like you would never see that on another cruise line um and it, it just kind of like made you feel relaxed and felt like made you feel like you were with your friends and it was just like this really big party we were at um but also each space was designed really beautifully so like on the beach you have these gorgeous like um beanbag chairs and like there's different areas set up for conversation with couches that you can curl up on it's not all just pool um and then at night you can actually stay until late into the night and they do a big bonfire party every night when you're at Bimini. That's yeah. Cool. And that's one of the nice things is Disney Cruise Line, like four o'clock. Okay. Back on the ship. Gotta go. Yeah, I've <laughs> never seen a cruise Island at night and it like, it almost felt weird. And a lot of people were actually leaving to go back to the ship because they had their dinner reservations and I had purposely made late dinner reservations. So like by the time I left, it was me, Justin, and maybe six other people on the island. Like you had it all to yourself. If you wanted to swim, if you wanted to go in the ocean, you wanted to just chill by the fire. Like it was so relaxed. It was so nice. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So very long story short, I love Virgin Voyages. I cannot wait to get to go with you ladies so you can experience it. But like, honestly, I I loved it so much more than any other cruise line I've ever been on. I'm worried that I am not cool enough for this cruise line. I know, right? <laughs> no, that was like the really great thing is that even though it seems like it's super hip, everybody was included. Like everybody just had a place. Like you could find a bar or something that you could curl up in and this is my favorite place on the ship and this is where I'm going to be. And like everybody was mingling with everybody. So like there was 80 year olds on this cruise that I was sitting and chatting with. And then there was 20 year olds. There was a really big LGBTQ contingent here. There was a ton of travel agents. Like everybody was like hanging out and I should also mention there is also a casino. It is smoke free. There's no smoking. So they do have a section of the casino where you can smoke if that's your thing, but you're shut away behind doors. So you like tons of people were in the casino every night, like cheering each other on. And like that almost became like a party atmosphere. So like there's something for everybody and everybody was mingling and nobody, it didn't feel like anybody was out of place there. Thanks. You could get a tattoo. 
you can get a tattoo. Or piercing. Yeah, they have like a tattoo and piercing. Yes. And I asked them that if it's a very rocky day, they they close um they close up shop. But it's uh <laughs> they have that, they have their spa, they have a salon, like I mean, it's just oh gosh, so they have really great shops. Shopping is fantastic. Well, I'm very excited because we leave in, I don't know. A couple months, 82 right? days, I think. 82, said. yeah, I think Caroline told us it was 82 days. So, I'm yeah. so excited. I'm so excited. I feel like for the rest of my days, I always want to have at least one of these on the schedule. Like it was just fun. It was fun. That's fantastic. That's great. Love it. Love it. So this is an alternative to Disney Cruise Line. Um, you know, and I think what I'm hearing you say is that a lot of the elements that you love about Disney Cruise Line are similar, but this is just a much more adult approach to it, much more sophisticated take on cruising, but also with a lot of really cool innovations. It is, and don't get me wrong, I love Disney Cruise Line too, but there's a time and a place for that, and just because we love Disney doesn't mean we can't try different things. That's right. Yes. All right, so that does it for this week's episode of the Disney Park Princess podcast. This was episode 152. This is our last episode for 2021. We are going to be taking a couple of weeks off for the holidays, and we will be back in January with new episodes. Uh, coming up next, for those of you who are supporting us on Patreon, we are going to be talking about our Christmas wish lists. What is it that we're secretly hoping uh, to get for Christmas this year? Um Charlotte, your spouse actually is a Patreon supporter, so you, this won't be a secret. You actually have a shot of getting yours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, it might be too late for for that by the time this airs, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so stay tuned. If you are not supporting us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash Princess to get access to all of the bonus content. Don't forget to join our Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram um, where we post things. And, of course, visit our website, DisneyParkPrincess.com. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you next year. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.